he has to get out and play and, and start afresh and clear his mind of all like they don't want him nobody wants him at Man United You are listening to House of Football brought to you by Sports Joe and William Hill Hello, I'm Eric Lawler. Welcome to House of Football, episode 21, sponsored by William Hill and Sports Joe. And it's great to have Alan Cawley and Stephen Hunt back in the studio again. Lads, we'll cut straight to the chase. The Premier League has kicked off. There are a million and one stories to get through. And we will start with probably the best story of the weekend. Or was it the best story of the weekend? Daniel Sturridge's <laughs> performance. Keane's going to knock him out. <laughs> <laughs> As a pundit, Keane is going to knock him out. I'm surprised I, he hasn't already. <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard work. A lot of memes went around already looking at Keane's kind of simmering, boiling temper. Um, as 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 Daniel was, you know, having he was he was joking about him. Was he, he even impersonated him doing the baby thing? He yeah. he, he slagged him Ke- off. Keane deserves this still. Oh, you think Keane's so, yeah? playing the game the last six months? How he is like yeah. that ain't the Roy Keane. Yeah, the real Roy Keane. I don't think like and if it is, then I'll let him suffer now. He's made his but own bed, Roy. He got everything. Yeah, he is on everything, yeah. yeah. And he even got he's back... He's even on more than Alan. Oh, well, yeah. well, let's not go... I'm not getting the money he's getting Stephen for it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but he... Um, the whole Michael Richards dynamic, people like that? Yeah. I don't. You don't? No, I don't like it at all. What do you not like about it, Al? Is it I think it's a bit forced. Oh, okay. More right. so on his part, Richards. Yeah. And I think I, I find him hard to listen to on the punditry. I don't think he offers very much. Yeah. And he's there as a the bit of a the stupid laugh with Keane. Yeah. As the comic, comic guy... And I don't like it at all. And now Lineker and Shearer have tapped into the same thing with him. And it's all laughing and joking. Rubbish. Banter. Yeah, it's rubbish. Absolute rubbish. Yeah. Give me Keane and Neville and Carragher having a proper football debate yeah. and, and let it take it wherever it is, passion-wise. So now they've added Sturridge into it. And actually, the couple of clips I've heard of Sturridge on the football side He's isn't good. bad. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. But all this other crack going along with it now. and um, But it seems, to, it seems to be that Sky have identified that Roy is this, you know, this seriously angry individual. He he makes comments that are controversial, and they they have Michael Richards as his uh, his foil, and now they want to ramp it up again mm. by bringing in Sturridge. And as Stephen said, Roy's been playing up to that. Yeah, yeah. he's he's milked everything for the last six months to a year, even getting dressed as a clown. Yeah, yeah. Never, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Never like, Roy is an angry man. There's no doubt about it, and, and he's. He's, that's what got him to success. Oh, yeah, he dressed up as a leprechaun for Chris before, didn't he? Well, that was years ago, yeah, wasn't he? And, he? and he nearly mocked himself for that, but, yeah. but he's gone full circle. Mm. And and I don't know, did you see the overlap series on the little tour they did? And it's him, Neville Carragher. And he was brilliant on it. Yeah, and, he, yeah. and like that, light-hearted, bit of fun, bit of crack, but not Mickey Mouse stuff. Yeah, light-hearted is fine. You're right. Exactly that way. Light-hearted. Mickey Mouse, like, putting his arm around him. Like, like dressing up the Mickey, Mickey Mouse stuff, yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's, is it's that not the, for me. Is that the way punditry is going? Do you think? And then if that leads me on, right? So that's the first the first part because that was on the Sunday. That leads me on then to Monday Night Football, and that's probably my favorite show. Mm. Neville and Carragher, the gadgets. Here we go again. Did you see that? Too much. It's too much. Oh, right? you think it's gone too far? Yeah, got, and this crack in the eyes of the player. Yeah, like such nonsense in the <laughs> eyes of the player. <laughs> I thought it was quite interesting. I think the way they explain things is far more interesting than putting a camera up with a gadget and you're in the eyes of the player and seeing what he sees. We, we all know what the player sees. We all yeah, have an well, understanding. We, we know what the player sees, to be fair. Yeah, because these are players. We're players. Yeah. And it's, it probably goes to show how blinkered you actually feel sometimes if you don't know your spatial awareness. Especially mm. me, you're a midfielder. As you said. <laughs> On the half <laughs> turn, I was more friend. back to line, give me the ball to my feet. Like, so. But there was a great... Like, I did thought, you enjoy it? I did, I thought, because it worked well when... Uh, was it Karen Kearney who was on? I thought mm. Karen Kearney was actually very good. And there was... Um, they, they showed uh, the goal for Liverpool this and is... the pass from Salah. But 
it didn't like it was a great pass, but when you see it from the player's perspective, it was the eye of a needle. Pass. Look, I maybe I'm being that pass when it happened live on Sunday. I knew it was eye of a needle. I didn't need them to go into the player's eyes and show me it was eye of a needle. It's I you can yeah. I can tell say, that. And the pass, the first thing I said watching that match, the pass is unreal. It was not. I didn't say, mention one thing about the finish. I didn't mention one thing about uh, Luis Diaz run, which was a uh, that was secondary. The first thing was the pass was unreal from Salah. Yeah, but we yeah. knew that. But then, as you said, to go into his eyes and. Uh, I just think for I suppose I suppose the way Sky are looking at it is they're they they they're looking at it from the layman's terms. Both of you were professional footballers, you would have appreciated that anyway. But to the f- normal fan, it, for me even I was like, oh my god. Well, that's do you not think? Do you not think then Monday Night Football last year where they would have broken that down on a screen and showed you positionally? Yeah. Do you not think and and talk you through it? Do you think last night was more beneficial than that last year? I wouldn't say more beneficial. It was just uh, a different experience. It Gave you a better was, understanding of it. Was, it was almost it? like virtual reality or something. Yeah, I, I actually think we see pictures, two or three pictures ahead in yeah. football terms than Eric and... That's not dis- no, listen, you're grand, Steve. I, I don't even see that. What, what did you mean? The more football I see amateur soccer and the more I see like kind of underage people growing up, they don't see them pictures yet. Yeah. No. And, and that picture... I think that's who they're appealing to, Stephen, like, because yeah. of that. You know, they're, they're showing the, the layman, the ordinary fan, what it's actually like. And as I say, I love Carragher and Neville. I, I'd listen to them all day long, and that Monday Night Football, always brilliant, I'd be glued to it. I'd nearly, some nights last year, I wanted the game to be cancelled and let them talk for four hours <laughs> right, and right. break down all sorts and go through things, because I love the talk yeah. inside of it. I, last night, I just thought it was like, our gimmicks are better than your gimmicks. Right, yeah. I don't think yeah. Jamie was given any training because he didn't use the, the new one. He was he was still doing <laughs> the old kind old style. He was, he was obviously... Most of these boys are in Portugal, aren't they? They're on holiday still. Yeah. They're flying back over through the games and they go back out to their family. Yeah. So they're not... Like you, hunting. A bit. Just Ross Lair, Portugal, right? <laughs> the poor aversion, apparently. Ross Lair, Portugal. Yeah. Uh, twinned. Uh, so, like, Daniel Sturridge, okay, decent kind of... Mixed start. Uh, a lot of people enjoyed. What well, he actually said, Al, he had some good points to make mm. about the game itself and the play and all that. But maybe overdoing it with the banter. I felt he was trying a bit too hard. Yeah. Okay. That let it let it be natural and let it flow. And if there's a joke to be cracked, crack it. But you're not forcing the jokes on people. And there was a bit of that. And then the song thing. It's just outrageous. Um, <sighs> Sorry. We, met, we 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 touched on like the goal that Liverpool scored and the pass came from Salah. Who was, I suppose, uh, soup then, and uh, the story was he didn't look too happy, and uh, and even Roy had a little dig at him, going like, you know, you know the cameras are on you, what are you doing? That taking strip off, throwing, taking the strip off, throwing, and then he gets back on the bench, he's still throwing stuff. And there's people <laughs> beside him like, like don't make eye contact, but don't make eye contact. Mo's was fuming. Um, is that is is that just frustration from Mo Salah, or was it more to do with the fact that he maybe felt, you know, because they brought this kid on for him, Doke. Mm. Who's apparently been really good and a really great prospect, but is 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 it is it just his frustration in the moment, or is there an underlying issue there? Do you think this happened a couple of times last year and the year before with Salah? Uh, I remember there was one at Burnley and Dia and what's his name Sadio Mane wouldn't pass him the ball, oh, yeah. and there was a bit of trouble with the two of them. And I always sent there was something of mm. a bit of an undercurrent with them and a bit of greed on Salah's part sometimes as well. But looking at the one on Sunday, I thought he was just frustrated at being taken off. Yeah. And rightly so, I thought he looked really sharp, Salah. Like, really sharp. And the game's in the balance. And he's looking at it thinking, I'm your match winner here, 15 minutes to go. You're bringing me off. So, I 
Obviously, if it gets out of hand in terms of that, fair enough, he's, he's throwing the hands. He doesn't do it very often, to be fair. No, he? he doesn't. But if that leads to going into the dressing room and then he's he's in the ear of other players and it turns into something bigger than what it was, but I think Klopp will nip that in the bud. I don't think Klopp will, will mind too much that he's annoyed coming off. He, he should be annoyed coming off. Well, yeah, I'll ban just say that. Well, I, would, I would hope my players are annoyed. Yeah, I see fellas. Off. I played with fellas and they're running off the pitch, can't annoyed. get off the pitch quick enough. <laughs> I'm, like, I, I'm actually here? surprised Klopp is still there because I thought it was unravelling last year from a certain times but he seems to have steadied the ship with the board and, and made peace a little bit so well I mean this doesn't help yeah but this doesn't help but I mean I think what doesn't help even more so is the players turning them down yeah <laughs> <laughs> both like, Bo, high profile transfers agreed with the club and then they both chose Chelsea and you're kind of going wow I, is I, that the Lord of London statement I think they'll be more disappointed with Lavia than Casado. I think the Casado one they've They've gone in for him not knowing that he ain't going to come, I don't think. And they've just upped the value of him and made Chelsea pay the money to make him struggle financial fair play. I generally do think they probably never thought they'd do get him. Do you think? A little bit, there's a little bit of egg in their face publicly, which doesn't look good, but it got out, it was leaked that the structure of the payments were quite high from Liverpool to get the, the 100 million paid up front quite quickly. Chelsea would have had to match that. So that means that financial fair play is going to be a little bit under more pressure than... Yeah, well, should be. I think as well what Eric's saying there about the two players I think there is serious embarrassment on the fact that they've turned a great club like Liverpool down but the mm. money's obscene Eric and the fact that Lavia Liverpool initially were going to pay 50 which was extortionate and then they upped it to 60 almost des- mm. you're getting desperate at that stage it's like a girl who turns you down and when you ask her out and then you're going back again when she's already with the boyfriend down the road and you're nearly begging her down the street. Like, come on. You've all been there, lad. <laughs> oh, you play the game. Reverse psychology, lad. Let, let him stew. Play hard to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play hard Don't even to get. look at him. <laughs> so, so is the issue there, lads, with the, with the two boys who chose Chelsea, is it is it the lore of Pochettino over Klopp or is it the lore of London over Liverpool? The checkbook. The checkbook. <laughs> Well, clearly is really? London as well is a big. Oh, factor, London isn't it? is yeah, Steve, of course. Yeah. For the for the foreign lads more so than even the English or Irish lads, they don't really we don't really care where we live. To be honest with you, this will actually sound even I suppose more damning. Probably the wives and the partners in oh. as well. It's London. Yeah, well you we've know? heard that before. Yeah, uh, where the, the wives would certainly so I'd rather go to London than Liverpool or Manchester. Yeah, kind of like you look flick on the match last night again. Manchester's lash and rain. So yeah. there's all that with yeah. the Northwest, like so. Obviously, the London thing is a massive factor. I think as well, though, from Liverpool's point of view, and obviously on the football side of things, looking at the game Sunday, and I thought they were decent, but there's no protection in front of that back four. Like they're literally crying out, and it's not like Van Dyke three years ago, four years ago can deal with situations one v one. Like he needs cover protection. He's not the same yeah. as what he was. Kept slashing at things with Van Dyke. Not Trent is coming yeah. in as that inverted midfielder, so yeah. they're nearly playing with a three at times. And you'd normally have Fabino or wherever it is that's sitting. Like McAllister, who I love, brilliant sign and great player, but he's just that way. Like there's nothing. He's not a defensive midfielder. No, 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 to be fair to him. Yeah. And the other lad, Sabasalai, who's a brilliant player, great signing. So then two in midfield are excellent, but they need a Casado beside them in the middle. Yeah. So I think Liverpool, for all their strengths and going forward, Salah, Diaz coming back, Nunes, yeah. Gapko, and they played quite well. Out of possession, they're... they're Both teams to score for them this year. Yeah, out of yeah, that's will the be a good score a bucket load. Like you can see the bucket load. Yeah. Uh, Stephen, just on Jurgen Klopp, um, there's been one or two kind of rumblings. They're saying that they reckon this could be near the end of his time at Liverpool. Um, but, but what's what's happened over the last couple of days, especially um, and going forward, I suppose it's a very very important couple of weeks now. They have to get a CDM in or two of them in. Um, what's your what's your opinion on Klopp and and and, and how long he'll stay around? Uh, I- 
Listen, I'm a big fan of Klopp. I think that he's had some difficult times the last 18 months, but overall, pitcher, he's, he's done a good job. Be careful what you wish for sometimes. I think they do need some signings to come in. Both Man United and Liverpool will be in for the same players, probably. We'll come to them. Hold the midfielders. It's wide open in front of Liverpool's back four. Van Dijk is not as mobile as he is. Going back to Klopp, I think he's got a big season ahead. In terms of, you mentioned Trent there, Al. Mm. Are Liverpool better off maybe signing a new right full mm. rather than a midfielder? Someone say Vladimir Soufal. Oh, no, sorry. <coughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, but, but they do need a right back. 100%. Yeah. I thought that a long time ago. Like, obviously, they've made the move now and putting them in more kind of in as that. Like, it's fashionable now to put your full back into that centre midfield area. We know he's capable of doing that. But I would bite the bullet and actually make him a midfielder rather than, as you say, be the right full and going in there. So if you had a steady right full, a yeah. Kufal, whoever it is, like um, that's a steady right full, no problem. And then you can get him higher up the pitch. You don't have to worry as much about things. Because we all know, mm. the, the, the worst thing for me about Trent is not that he can't defend, it's that he doesn't want to defend. Right. So he if you have that even instinct. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just not in him, is it? Yeah, so whatever about mm. a fella who you're right full and he's playing against Steven as a winger and he's going by him and you're saying, well, your man's not great defensively. The fella is standing in front of Stephen going, I don't even want to be here. I don't yeah. even want to try and defend. Yeah. You know, so that's a bigger worry. And you know, me. as a winger, this fella doesn't mean he doesn't care. Yeah. He does care, but he ain't going to be switched on to danger. And that's where, the biggest advantage. Whereas you often hear the phrase about fellas who love to defend, they're out and out defenders, mm. and they, they, they pride themselves on that. Trent is more just, again, forward, offensively, assists, crosses. Because even if he gives away player. a goal, he'll think I'll set one up yeah. 10 minutes later again, so I'll be fine. So I, yeah, maybe they do need to sign a right full, but that, that's been a glaring issue, Eric, for a long time now. Mm. And they haven't addressed it. Um, so moving on to Chelsea then, uh, <laughs> new, new look team, new manager, um, wasn't a bad start. Uh, they've got some terrific uh, players there. Mm. Uh, Pochettino, you think he is definitely the man for Chelsea and he'll turn it around for them? Yeah, I love Pochettino as well. Um, ever since the job that he did at Spurs and more so in terms of what he gets out of them kind of on a human level. You hear an awful lot about mm. that nowadays as well. Like managers that used to manage with an iron fist, he's the opposite. Put your arm around him, get the best out of him, whatever the case. Now, I still think he'd be tough and stern he's in, tough, yeah, 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 tough, in yeah. situations. But I mean, and like you go back to that Deli Alley interview and he raved about just how good Pochettino was to him. And you think of that Spurs team, they were amazing, like playing for him. So I think Chelsea with the young players and the young talent that's there, mm. he's perfectly suited for that. Looking at them again at the weekend, I thought they were very good. Now, I don't think they're very good in terms of the money that's been spent. You look at that team on paper, think seven, eight hundred million. Where's the world class superstars? But again, the world we live in nowadays, I thought the money was mad for Enzo, but he was very good at the weekend. Yeah. You bring in another hundred million fella Casado. If you just take the money out of it, actually them as players on paper, it looks very strong and very, very good. So yeah. I think Chelsea will be much stronger with him at the helm. And I actually think they'll break into the top four. I think Sanchez is an excellent signing for him, but I think he's a bit of an iffy character off the pitch the goalkeeper but at 25 million he was getting touted 50, 70 million yeah. before he got left out of the Brighton team I don't, think, I don't think he was left out of the Brighton team for ability more to do with good attitude and, and where you go from it if you know what I mean so I think he'll be a good signing for him and they've struggled keeper wise for the last few years especially playing out from the back he's very comfortable on the ball and overall you think Chelsea will be much stronger and make possible top four contenders this season? No I, don't, I think they'll finish fifth or sixth but I think that'll yeah. be a, from where they were last year and where they have to get to, I think that's a it's a good season for them. That sounds really harsh, but they've bought they haven't bought for this year. They haven't bought proven out and out world class casino. I think it's 
the best one even these cost over 100 million I, so. I know I still think they're in the mix for that top yeah. four in like, the mix but I think they'll yeah. finish fifth sixth alright to throw something out there then as well like given the, the we'll the, have a Kelly's bread on it ok no problem <laughs> sorry <laughs> is that the fancy stuff fancy stuff sour though given the uh, the the way Chelsea's run at the moment and it, it does seem to be a bit of a Sky Sports Circus show at the moment like you know um, and Todd Bowley's just throwing money and throwing money and throwing money it doesn't seem to be any plan like, is it conceivable that Potch could be gone if the results aren't right? Is he? Is, do you think they could do a Wolves and just and Wofford and just get rid of their managers if they don't get the results very quickly? I don't get that vibe no. from the backroom team in terms of Paul Wim Stanley, Lawrence Stewart. They're all very football orientated people. They know what they've bought in terms of young players, so they're not going to expect results straight away. So I wouldn't expect them to be gone. I think where they were at last season, I actually felt really sorry for Lampard. I went to one of their games. For where they played on Sunday, they were excellent. So they've made good strides. It should be positive now for Chelsea. What's the difference between this season's Chelsea and last season's Chelsea? New manager, players. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's in. Yeah, 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 just putting a shape and a structure on them. That's yeah. what was missing last year. It was it was almost like a free for all. Yeah, it was players coming. In. And to be fair mm-hmm. to Lampard, there was probably players coming in the door, and he and every day he was saying, "Who's this fella?" Yeah. Was, you know, <laughs> it, 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 it did become a circus. And they found a heart. They didn't try a leg the last yeah, ten and, games, and, and that should be labelled at them. They were a disgrace mm-hmm. last year yeah. with their professionalism. Whereas now they have a manager that they know if you don't turn up, good luck. And he's obviously got the nucleus of the squad that he wants. He's weeded off the ones that he doesn't want. Um, Casado will be a massive addition bar the money which I you know my feelings on the money nowadays but take that out of it and just him as a player excellent player he'd be a big addition to that team um, yeah and I, and I love Pochettino brilliant manager so they will definitely 100% are in the mix for that top four and I have tipped them to be, get into the top four um, moving on then to last night's game uh, Manchester United sat down very excited looking forward to the new season and <laughs> Scabbed a 1 0 win and absolutely <laughs> robbed Wolves of uh, at least a point. Uh, we all saw the, the penalty that wasn't given. It should have been a penalty. And I, as a Man United fan, I have no problem saying that. It was a stone, stonewall penalty. Actually, when when the incident happened and Anna went up, I was so disgusted. I went, ah, for Monday! And I went up to the toilet to, to have a, you know, to go to the toilet. And uh, I came back down, expected to see the Wolves player taking the penalty. And my son went, they haven't even checked it. Yeah. I was like, what? And he was coming over to the sideline and he thought he was coming over to check the screen. He was coming over to book Gary O'Neill mm. for, for protesting. Um, and you could understand why Gary O'Neill was 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 very upset. I, I suppose the question here, lads, is, is is it too soon to judge? It is too soon, I suppose, to judge Man United. Have they been overhyped? Have they, have they signed in the right areas or do they still need more bodies in there? Stephen? Ooh, I'm going to go. I think the manager's going to come under pressure the first 10, 15 games. I don't think he's... I don't think he has that clop arm around. He had a go at Maguire last night for no reason. He's answering questions quite easily to the press, playing the game. I'm not too sure they have a team to compete to get in top four this year. I might be. Last night, it's easy to say today after that, but generally, I'm not too sure to do it. They haven't got a centre forward yet. In my opinion, they signed a centre forward, but there's a big ask, big yeah, question. No guarantees mark. there. No guarantees. So I'm going to. They're on the edge, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Onana, what about Onana like making the change in the way they play and I like him. Yeah, I like him as well. Yeah. I was impressed with him last night. I thought he was apart from that madness moment at the end, I thought he was very composed and, and he made the saves he had to make. And by the way, Wolves had more shots and goal or Old Trafford since Chelsea did in two thousand and five. <laughs> That's nuts. Watching the game last night, and as Stephen said there, not judging it off the game last night, the predictions beforehand, I didn't have United in the top four. I just don't see it. It's obviously blatantly obvious now looking at them last night that I definitely don't have them in the top eight. 
That's a joke. <laughs> but the top four, yeah. And on the signings, Onan is a good keeper, but I don't think he did anything that was out of the ordinary that De Gea wouldn't have done. But he is a good sign. I think he'll strengthen them. That's fine. But it's the areas all over the pitch that they need strengthening, not just the goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. I'd worry about wan I know people have said he's he's improved, but he's probably improved from where he was, which still doesn't lead me to believe he's a Kyle Walker or he's top class. Mm-hmm. Um, the midfield was an absolute shambles last night. Casemiro looked like a fella who's going to play in the charity hurling for cancer <laughs> with Stephen. These cheeks are getting uh, bigger. He couldn't move. Yeah. No mobility, can't move. Like we spoke about Liverpool having no defensive midfielder. Casemiro, who's been a phenomenal player, as we know, but if you can't get around the pitch, yeah. You're struggling because you have Fernandez who wanders all here, there, and everywhere mm. vacates so much space. You have Mount to be fair to Mount, he's trying to be the one to get into the box, but then he's having to run another 40, 50, mm. 60 yards to get back. Tough ask on him as well. Yeah. And Wolves all night just powering through the middle, like straight through the middle. Yeah, and Cunha just kept running at them, uh, but you couldn't cope with him. And Walls and through yeah. them, like you know. So I would have serious concerns. I thought United were a shambles last night. Rashford not through the middle for me. Never mm. always play off the left. Garnacho struggled. Young, exciting player. Terrible last night. Maybe not ready to start. Just no, yet. and you know my feelings on Anthony. I wouldn't have him anywhere near the place. Uh, and all, I seen. Did you tweet about? I yeah. swapped Neto. Yeah, Neto's class. Hundred yeah. percent Neto is twice the player he is. Yeah, I tell you why. He was really good eighteen months ago. Neto, he got an injury. Yeah. Injury. And I spotted him in preseason. I went. He's back to himself. Looks sharp. Looks sharp. Strong. He's got no tape on his legs. I know that sounds really petty, but he's taking that tape off for a reason because he eventually feels. Injury free and able yeah. to move it, and he looks that way. Like. Serious pace as then well. Then you bring on Ericsson. I love Ericsson being a phenomenal player, but you're just adding more kind of non legs to that midfield. I thought United, like, and, and Stevens, right? You think of Gary O'Neill who came in, and I disrespected them last week by tipping them to go down. Gary O'Neill, who did a brilliant job at Bournemouth, he's only in the door four days, and the team looked like he's been with them f- four years. Ten Hag is there how long? Is it 18 months, two years, whatever it is that he's there now? And it looked like a fellow who just arrived yesterday. It's just still a disjointed. Yeah. No, they were, they were is, there, is there an argument yeah. though? Is there an argument to say uh, in defence of Ten Hag that it is only the first game and it's, you know, after a long preseason. You mentioned Ericsson there. Ericsson did an interview last week with MUTV mm. where he said, look, we love doing the tours and all that, but way too much travelling. Yeah. And he said it, it was way too much travelling. Like all around America, they went in the space of like 10 days or whatever. And that has to have an effect on your body. Um, when you remember going back to pre-season, uh, uh, Stephen, when the start of a new season, mm-hmm. is there a time maybe in the first where you feel a little bit flat, your legs feel a bit heavy? Is there, is there ever a case of overtraining maybe? No, well, overtraining before I go back was my problem. I used to train like a soldier. The first year of Premier League, I was pushing cars in GA fields <laughs> and everything. And I was oh, literally. You were a Premier League footballer <laughs> pushing cars in GA fields? That, that my first Steve? season going into the Premier League, Kevin Dyne and I, we trained like before, oh, you you put that back, extra before bit in. we went back. I think we said, right, we're going to be ready for this. And then day five, pulled my calf just from overtraining. But it didn't take me long, a week to get back. And I was I was right back up to it. But we went, I went to China with Palace. And that coming back, just getting used to not traveling around the place, settling down again, it does take it out of you. But listen, these these... Worldwide football now you have to go on these trips and yeah that you know. like he might have a point to be fair because it is hectic like obviously yeah. that period and they're trying to cram everything in and obviously it's a PR marketing thing as we know but I don't think you can basically say that was the reason for the performance last night performance last night was dreadful it was horrible like it was really bad mm-hmm. like and I like Ten Hag and he's done a good job since he's come in but I just look at the business that they've done and when you think of the players that the other clubs are signing. 
And United are just not in the market for these players. Mm. Like you'd you'd like I'm not sure where maybe it's they're going. playing by the rules, Al. <coughs> <laughs> well, maybe they're right. No, maybe they're playing by the owner doesn't want to spend. I'm selling. And like up. the only ones we've spoken about so far are Liverpool, Chelsea, and United, and they're and like we haven't even got to Arsenal and City yet. Yeah, they're mm. up here. Yeah, Liverpool and Chelsea are there. Man United are somewhere from <laughs> here. Like, how that's about the how of Arsenal? Well, <coughs> having a structure in place, gone from here to here in a year and a half, shouldn't happen. There was no. too much of a gap for that to happen, but they've all let them come back into it. Is ten, is ten Hag? Well, I suppose it is the second season. But ten it's Hag. his first game. Well, he, well, he <laughs> will be. He will be under pressure, though, won't he? Well, I think this year. I said it last night before the match. Um, that this is a like, in terms of what you're looking for from Man United. I think it's a big year for him. You can't mm. just come in and say, "Oh, we'll give you eighteen months and two years." He's 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 mm. two years there now at Man United, one of the biggest clubs in the world. Regardless of who they're signing or who they're not signing, he's the manager. There has to be accountability. If he's not getting into the top four again this year and winning a cup again, or like, and and whatever about doing that, if the performances are good, if you're not doing that and the performances are like the were last night, well then he's in for the performances last year were never that good. They were always just did enough to win a game. They were never mind blowing. Well, they did, any they stage, you know. And, and, and few of these are his signings now. Work. Yeah. Like when he came in first, you're kind of saying, well, he inherited this and he has to get rid of some of the deadwood. And to be fair, he's trying that. Like he obviously wants Maguire out and get money in. I understand and it's difficult because he's on big money, Maguire, to probably get him out at the moment. Um, but Anthony, he signed him. Onana now he signed. Um, Mount was his signing. This lad, Hoyland. So like he, mm. it's his team now. Yeah, it really is. Um, you mentioned, uh, who's you mentioned there? You mentioned a couple of players there for a minute. There was uh, Maguire, yes. The news Ooh. before we came into the podcast, the news breaking that the deal's off with West Ham. Oh, really? That um, mm. uh, that West Ham now now uh, they're saying like the guy Ornstein uh, does a bit of work for West Ham, but he's a Guardian reporter mm. as well, and he says the talks have stalled because uh, it's taken too long. Even though he's agreed personal terms with West Ham, it's taken too long for Maguire to exit the United, and apparently he's looking for a payoff from United of like six or seven million quid. Um, and that's what's stalling it. But Stephen, as you're in your role as an agent, do you think oh. this might be a little agent tactic to force Man United's hand? I think Maguire has been a good pro. I think he's behaved himself well the last year, year and a half, being patient. He's England captain at certain times, so he has a right to feel like he should be playing. I think they'll they'll have to pay him the money to go. Yeah. Do you think that's what but will happen? If, he, if he's losing out on wages, yeah, and he's seventy grand short on what's being reported, then. He's going to need five or six million. But the go. seventy grand short, Stephen. Right? Yeah. This is my take on Maguire. I think Maguire needs to get out of the building for his own sake, not for anyone else's. For Man United or West, for his own sake, he needs to go right now, book a taxi down the road to West Ham and sign and just play football. If he's getting, say, it's two hundred and seventy grand a week. At but one hundred and twenty apparently. Uh, Difference? Uh, no, he, he was on one hundred and seventy at United, and if it's a hundred grand a week, he's been offered by West Ham. Okay. Put it into then the 70 grand short, obviously. Yeah, so if that's the case, with every short, right, he's a multi-millionaire. So United will pay him the length of his contract he has left, the 70 grand. Yeah, right. so if you run that, if he if he goes, signs at West Ham on a five-year deal, gets a big sign-on fee and he's on 100 grand a week, right, on top of all the money he's earned so far. Like, what what's the problem? And if Maguire goes down to Man United tomorrow and you're saying it's six million he wants, Go in and say, look, I'll take four and I'll be gone and just done. And like, like yeah. this, this stuff annoys me so much. Eric. Like, when this they already have, have loads of money. Yeah, and, 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 and like for his own sake in terms of playing football, he needs to play. He's getting ridiculed. Ridiculed left, right and centre. Like he needs to get out a fresh start somewhere new. Money, the, ha- money is irrelevant in that regard. I, I don't think he'd want to lose the West Ham deal because I can't see a better prospect of a move right now for him in terms of unless he's going to go to a Liverpool and play in 
all of a sudden it shocks the world. But that's, that's West Ham's a good move for him. West Ham's a good move. Well, I mean, I, I, you look at the, we're talking about the teams like Newcastle and Villa uh, uh, at the weekend and Mings went down where it looks like a season-ending well, injury. this is the thing, there's two weeks to go in the window. Yeah. Any Eric, what he's going through at the moment for the last 80 months and two years being absolutely ridiculed to come to Dublin and people booing him in a friendly. That's wrong too, and by the way. That was wrong. Horrible. Yeah. We said that, but but for all that to take place, anywhere's a good move. Yeah. He needs to get yeah. out. He has to get out and play and, and start to fresh and clear his mind of all. Like, they don't want him. Nobody wants him at Man United. So, so I've always learned, right? So these French lads that come over are European boys that come to England. They don't go anywhere without a penny. So Maguire's doing this. They know they're going back to France and they'll never be seen again. They're going back to France's heart. European. This English lad, he goes, well, I'm 70 grand short. You're getting 30 million. You can give me six. I've been a good pro. I've been a good servant. But take five, Stephen. Yeah, take five. Why would you haggle over they'd probably, that? They've probably said eight. But well, we, don't know, what, we don't know what the no, actual I'm figures just, are I'm in the, the point I'm yeah. trying yeah. to make, regardless of the figures, we don't know the exact. The point I'm trying to make is it shouldn't be about money. He's a multimillionaire. He needs to clear his head and just get out and play. He can't be sitting on a bench at Man United. Like even last yeah. night, Martinez went off and he brought on Lindelof. So he doesn't want him. The manager doesn't want him. Well, he's commenting, on, he's commenting on Maguire last night for no need. Should be dismissing that kind of comment. And he went, no. What was the comment, Stephen? I didn't well, hear that. I, I read it on the way up. It was a little bit along the lines of, well, he's here. He, he needs to fight for his place he needs to fight or leave. His place or believe in himself or leave, pretty much. Right. And I'm going, wow. Why are you even commenting? He wasn't even playing. Just leave unless, unless he was asked a question, Stephen. Yeah, real, but if he's asked real, a question, yeah, he's not going if you say to me, I don't have to answer it, do I? I can yeah, back true. you off like a little but bit. But he seems like a very obliging press conference bloke. And, and to be fair to Maguire, Stephen, he's made the point and he's right. He has been a good professional. He's not mm. there no, in the no. background causing trouble. and do- And so he's, just- he has seen the Ronaldos come in yeah. and cause the trouble. Let the fella go. Like, yeah. like, like, and do the humane pay thing. him up and go. But from, him, him. but from his point yeah. of view, just, just... No, I get it from his point of view. Like, he, he should be haggling over a million or whatever. Yeah, he, he'll go from hero to zero, zero to hero in a week because he'll play for West Ham next week or whoever he goes to and be the best player because he will go and do well Maguire he's a good player well, then, as, as, as the news was breaking about that before the podcast my brother was the one who mess- messaged me and he says <laughs> Maguire move is off and he said that his mate texted him to say he's like the T-1000 he cannot be killed <laughs> <laughs> I love that you can have that for the cut down lads um, <laughs> so um, yeah we, I suppose we, we'll move on to, to Arsenal uh, at the weekend uh, kind of I suppose limped over the line in the end with a, with a 2-1 win against Forrest um, your impressions of Arsenal first day? Yeah they did limp they made hard work for towards the end obviously Forrest scored and it was a bit of a kind of nervy ending but I still think they're very very strong Arsenal they were my tip at the start we're only a game in um, and I do think looking at what we've seen over the weekend I think they will be the only ones to maybe challenge City still Okay Stephen did you see the game? i seen the game. I like their way they play, their mentality to win the game. It's not easy. The first game of the season is never easy. I love Saka. I love Saka. I think he's just a breath of fresh air to the game. Goes and enjoys himself. Brilliant. Smile on his face. Works up, works down. Has some has No some rubbish. No, yeah. no Instagram shite. Just no, gets just, on and just yeah, does yeah. his stuff. Brilliant player. Yeah, brilliant. brilliant. Player. And I like the sign in Rhea. I don't particularly... Rate Raya, but a lot of people do. I think he's come in to compete with Ramsdale yeah. based on his football ability and Arsenal wanting to get better. A lot of money to spend on a second-choice goalkeeper, but I think he'll threaten Ramsdale. But they have two very strong keepers And there he wants now. competition for all the places, which is yeah. a good thing. That yeah. breeds kind of, obviously, the, for, yeah. for the rest of them. And it's you, not a position you need to strengthen. You no. can get away with it if you think he's going to... Because Ramsdale has done well, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, he's not done anything wrong. But again, it's just to make Ramsdale feel, there's a fella knocking yeah. on the door here, you better... 
we need you need to perform every week. The, the only downside for them was obviously the injury to Timber. Timber. Because he is a good signing as well, very good signing. Again, along the lines of strengthening for each position. So that's a blow. Like, I think he did his ACL, did he? Yeah, well, this is the thing. Like, I mean, Timber, like, he, he got the injury and he slowly fell down. Everyone went, Timber! But anyway, sorry. I was waiting for that moment. You were waiting for When were you thinking about that one? Just as you mentioned, it was going, Timber, Timber, falling over tree. Great, what a great shoe in. But anyway, ACL injury, it looks like. Mm. Uh, Tyrone Mings as well. And yeah. you did a tweet at the weekend, oh. Stephen. Like, already there's a lot of ACL injuries. And Where's this fitness coach from Dublin? What's his name? The one in the All-Ireland? Philly McMahon. <laughs> Philly, is he? Not him. Not Philly's, him Philly's actually training my son at the moment, doing one-on-one training with him. Yeah, yeah. But like, these sports scientists, what are they getting paid for? To tell people. See, no sports scientist will ever go into a director of football. Tweet? I didn't see it. I just thought, like, are they going to stick up for these players or not? Like, it's all the players that are coming out saying, we've been overplayed, we're playing games, and the minutes are too much. This, it is. I'll tell you what Stephen's too. There's already too many ACL injuries yeah. for this time of the year. Players' voices can be heard from the very top level, but where are the fitness gurus of today's world meant to look after the players? Expand on this for, for Stephen. Expand. Good tweet. Good tweet. Yeah, Stephen, because like the fitness coaches are there to keep the players fit. Mm-hmm. So why aren't they coming out and saying, or why aren't they expressing their interest to the FA, Premier League, whoever it is, to say, listen, we're, we're training, we're overplaying. They're playing too many games now, footballers. There's no doubt so about it. So do you think the ACLs is down to them being overworked? I'd like to hear Philly McMahon and these boys that I have because actually the one, the one with Mings I was yeah. watching the game live it's just a really nasty awkward fall it was like it's an awkward. hyperextension wasn't it oh, yeah. it was horrible and, and I text Mingsy to be fair saying listen get your head up lad it happened to you. he's had an ACL before so he's been there there, there but it wasn't diagnosed as an ACL they're just saying knee surgery is is it confirmed uh, this is the thing right they've they all started come, saying come a major it. knee surgery yeah. just tell us an ACL Jesus it's not bad, is they it? They haven't said that, no, to be yeah. fair. No, so and that's... not the only club. There's been two or three other clubs that have had serious knee injuries. It's an ACL, obviously. And, of course, Buendia, during the week as well. Yeah. He did it. Yeah. Now, yeah. He, they have said it was an ACL with him. Yeah. So he's a massive blow. And even you look at Villa at the weekend, and there was a lot of hype mm. and talk about them and Emery, and we discussed it, and a great manager. But the team I'm going to mention, Eric, the most impressive team I watched this, this season, this weekend, Newcastle. Mm. Electric. And just before we go on to Newcastle, Courtois, Militao, both ACL injuries now as well. Yeah, yeah. Right, for Real yeah. Madrid. And it was Varane who made the big comment Varane there last was, week. Yeah. Top, that's what I said, top player. Top player, yeah. yeah. And he like it was he, like he, a cry for help. Well, you'd love to, the De Bruyne mm. one. I know it's not an AC, but he's yeah. complaining of his knee, something that flared I blame up. the manager for that. He, he hasn't played any games pre-season and he's chucked him straight in. Yeah, he hasn't. You're right. He played oh, did he not play no, pre-season? No, he, he, his first yeah. appearance was the community yeah. shield. Oh, wow. Last appearance, community shield. Too much, like. Yeah. Against the high-energy Burnley team. You mentioned. I'm disagreeing with Pep. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get Mark, a reality. Yeah, I need to get a reality check. <laughs> slap myself. He's disagreeing with Pep. You mentioned uh, you mentioned Newcastle, uh, Al. So tell me, does Jason Tindall's Newcastle are they the real deal? <laughs> 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 Did you see Klopp even having a go? No. Oh, Klopp was asked about the new rules uh, in the press conference there <laughs> yesterday. It was the day before. Um, you know, about only one player, one player, one sorry, one coach in yeah. the technical area allowed to move forward. And he uh, he said, yeah, yeah. He said, he said the only people I could see that being a problem for is Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone, everyone's yeah. on it, isn't it? Everyone. Yeah. Sure, he has his own Twitter account, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, was it you telling us, Stephen, he's a good lad? Yeah. 
No, it was, uh, it, was, uh, it wasn't me. Dean Delaney. Yeah, yeah. Trying to make friends again. No, Damien said he was a good lad because yeah. I, I, I think it's bonkers, this fella. He's, he's front and centre. He's everywhere. I'm like, sit down, will you, Jason? Oh, no, no. But all the players he apparently love He got the attention he deserved and now he's probably gone... Shlua. Milks it. He yeah. absolutely loves it. Yeah. But Eddie Howe was asked, we've discussed this before, anyway. sorry, Eric, one. No, come on, you're impressed with Newcastle. Unbelievable. I thought they were brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, Newcastle. And again, you go back to all the talk about like foreign managers, foreign coaches. Eddie Howe, absolutely amazing the job that he's done. Haven't spent stupid money mm-hmm. either. Brought in really key signings. And what I love about it as well, like I almost feel nowadays when people are making signings that because they've so much money, it's like a kid going into a sweet shop and wanting everything instead of just going and say, well, I don't have that lollipop. I'll just get that one. Yeah. Right. Whereas Newcastle go in and they go exactly for the players that want to fit the system, the personnel, the way to play, the energy, that kind of high octane, non-stop running. Harvey Byrne, Harvey Barnes, brilliant signing. Yeah. Tenali, unbelievable. Tenali was at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Newcastle, like I was unsure about them as top four before the start of the season mm-hmm. because of obviously they did so well and kind of maintained that now the Champions League after the weekend they're the best I watched all weekend they were unbelievable against a good Villa team. A very good <laughs> Villa team. Your, your impressions of uh, Newcastle, Stephen? And also I suppose the way they're doing business like as an agent you'd know how are, how are Newcastle doing no, business I think behind the scenes? Shrewd. I think there's, there's Dan Ashworth, Dan Ashworth yeah. is the key behind it. I think yeah. he's very calm, very structured in his way that'll lead down to his head of recruitment and scouts and I think that's it's a well-oiled machine now he's had two years maybe 18 months in there I remember dealing with Dan at Brighton and I was like wow you are Dan was the man at Brighton so all yeah. the praise Brighton are getting now he was the one that started the ball rolling started back the there ball rolling like so and he, again you you look at him he's just calm constructive in his ways doesn't talk down to anyone he's just very very strong minded individual and, and obviously that's leading through. there's a clip on YouTube um, it's about an eight and a half nine minute interview we did one morning on they played on the Saturday morning on the, the BT Sport channel it was and the, the interview Jay Comfrey and whoever the pundits yeah. interviewed Dan Ashworth nine minutes well Brilliant. worth your time yeah. and you nine minutes of just br- uh, exactly yeah. Stephen just structure very calm in his approach clear identity yeah. in terms of kind of clarification what they want to do what they're trying to achieve and now he's gone to Newcastle and all the focus on Eddie Howe and rightly so he has to coach the players but exactly the upstairs. focus is on Eddie Howe he takes the pressure he's the manager he just gets on with his work in the background doesn't do many interviews never but when he does you know wow you speak well so. and I suppose it's become such an important role in modern football hasn't it like I mean I mean, like Carragher was saying last night he was bemoaning the, the fact Liverpool. that Liverpool are on their fourth director of football within two years yeah whereas he he was saying the problems are the fact that they got rid was it Michael Edwards he said was the man yeah. who was um, and I, then he, another fella came in and he was gone huh yeah it was um, Julian Ward was the guy who took over then and then there's, there's this German lad for six months he was he's in for the summer just yeah. and then mm-hmm. he's gone you can't have that like, like. that's that's obviously like, and then now Liverpool are making a balls of the transfer market at the moment like you know maybe that's that's the reason and it's no coincidence Eric like that they're yeah. making a balls of, when you have a fella coming in like mm. In filling in a gap for six months like if you're trying to run like any business you wouldn't have a fella coming in for six months trying to put the shape and structure on it I can't yeah. wait for the 100 million bid Saudi, from a Saudi club for Dan Ashworth <laughs> get him in there but no, he, yeah so out of all the teams obviously we've gone through a few of them there um, Newcastle unbelievable Isaac as well 60 million was it paid for him I, I think they looks electric yeah I think they've managed the first weekend's expectations really well and like he's got a hard job psychologically to get them players back up to where they were last year mm. and overachieve again to a certain degree. But it's a long season. When the Champions League comes, how do they manage then? How do they cope with all them games? Bruno Gamera's brilliant signing. Obviously, they brought him in. Tenali. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, even United. Like, where, where, 
Were they not in for Tenali? A player like that crying out for centre midfield. Casido United as well for me could. You know, like yeah. Is 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 are Newcastle contenders? I didn't think for that they would be, and I never had them down as contenders. But based on and you can't judge it over one weekend, but based on what they achieved last year, it looked like they've picked up where they've left off and and probably got a bit better. I think top four again would be amazing for them. I don't see them as contenders, Eric, but I think top four from where they've come from to where they are now, I think that's massive. That'd be unbelievable. And, having, and, and obviously the caveat is they will be playing Champions League football, so it that's will the put big a strain on the squad. Gary Neville made a great point last night about the Champions League. Um, that Remember they got to the cup final last year and their form dipped because when they were all just Premier League, Premier League, Premier League and then all of a sudden you're in the cup final and they're like this looking at the cup final and they took their eye off the ball. And with the Champions League, he said that's obviously it's going yeah. to be such a massive occasion. We know the way their fans are so passionate. Oh, Them amazing. games are going to be like cup finals every Wednesday night and up there. It's going to be amazing. Um, will their eyes kind of just go a little bit like that towards yeah. and he's and that was a good point to be fair. So that will be the big question for them this year. But in terms of starts, unbelievable at the weekend. They were brilliant. So the other big, big story of the, the last week or so was uh something we said wouldn't happen. Harry Kane went to Bayern. He went oh, to Bayern. Yeah. Al, you got that wrong. Got and where's your Japanese tip for I the World Cup, by the way? Anyway, sorry, you move Spain. on. <laughs> Spain as well, yeah. Uh, Harry Kane gone to Bayern. Worse. It works? No, worse again. Madison's taking the number 10 shot. Nah, <laughs> the captain's are bad already. The captain's are bad already. He will take them to, to the glory that they want to be. I was impressed with Madison the other day. Great player. Yeah, Madison's he was the, very don't good. Don't mind this fella. Madison's electric. <laughs> Tell me, talk to me about uh, the, the burn move. Did it make sense for all parties? Was it the, the right thing? Oh, no, let's be honest about it. No, no one thought he'd go to Bayern Munich. and But in, in football in terms, when you arrive at Bayern Munich, I think you go, wow. So he's obviously been there. Yeah. Let's, he's obviously gone out there secretly at some stage, had a look around, got a feeling for the gun. Right, let's go. His family were reported to have been over there a couple of weeks ago. For sure, they would have went, they'd have went to have a look. Do you know what I mean? So he's there. He's going to score 30-plus goals, just won't beat Alan Shearer's. I can't record. believe it, Eric. Honestly, you're saying there that I, got, I absolutely got it wrong. I was adamant, adamant, as you know, that there wasn't a hope in hell and the only reason being, and I think Raymond Vega, remember him? Yeah. <laughs> he tweeted last week, Raymond Vega, and, and he was dead right, saying the amount of disrespect shown to a great club like Bayern Munich from the English pundits and people, you know. And he was right. So I was never critical of Kane going there as in as if it's a step backwards or sideways. It's a step up. Yeah. As Stevenson, Bayern Munich, a monster of a European club. Just the only reason I was adamant that he was never going to go was because he was so close to Shearer's record. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't believe for one second he would go. Even see out your contract at Spurs, score another 20 goals this year, yeah. then go to United, go wherever next year for the last two or three years, or stay at Spurs and break the record. Yeah. The only thing now that he is gone and he's there and obviously we have to deal with that is winning a Bundesliga won't matter a jot, I don't think, in terms of his legacy because they're going to win them anyway. But if he was to go and win the Champions League with them and yeah. they will be in the mix... Yeah. That's a different story to be fair. Then you can look back and say I went for the right reasons and I'm after winning the Champions League. So yeah. he's there now. I can't believe he's there. I watched the new look Spurs without him. It was weird <laughs> on Sunday. And Richarlison is definitely not the replacement. No. Uh, and to be fair to Ange, who I think has, has had a really good pre-season. This has been lumped on him. I'd say he knew in the background. Who well, he, he did say in his in his uh, pre-match or post-match interview that he, he, when he his first day of training, he met with Harry Kane. Harry Kane said he was going to leave. 
So he knew from day one. Okay, so you'd like no illusions. So you'd like to think in the because he's been really impressive, Ange, since he's gone in. I really yeah. like him and the way to play. You can already see the new identity of Spurs, if you like, in the way to play. But surely, if that's the case, and that was maybe six weeks ago, eight weeks ago, that the planning is well underway and that there's a there's a bid coming for whoever. <laughs> who? We, we, that's the problem. Oh, I know who, but I hope it's not the young kid that we all love. <laughs> <laughs> no, he needs yeah. to stay up right for another year at least. Well, I think they will bid because there's going to be a daft. Okay. The way the market is, I think there's a daft bid coming somewhere. There's not. Now, the only thing with Pasta Cognito, yeah. I don't think he's into the daftness and the stupid money. I think he's very shrewd. Mm-hmm. We obviously seen that at Celtic going back to Japan and bringing the players in from there. So I think he's shrewd. He won't just go out and throw money at it. He'll try and pick the right fella. Something like what I was saying Newcastle do. But I, I fear that there's going to be a stupid, stupid bid coming from somewhere for our kid. But they won't. They won't accept the Brighton. No, and I, no, don't, think he, and I yeah. don't think he'll go either. Yeah. No, and I think why he would he go? He's been no. managed really well at yeah. the moment. Yeah, and he sees some good people around him as well who'll be advising yeah. him. Nah, no, stay here. Learn your trade. Yeah, oh, the Zerbi as well. 100%. Like, and he know? will stay. And he got off to a great start, as we know. But I do think someone will come in with a stupid bid purely because the way he's been talked up, not even off the back of last season, just off one weekend. Yeah. I just can't wait to see the goal plate of showers in Daly Mount Park. <laughs> really looking forward to that. The and goal sir, played a seat for you with the standard. <laughs> have they not improved with the two million they got from Matt Doherty? Have they spent much money on it? They did. They got a lovely chip van in and, uh, and so the monosphere was built. If you get yeah. the goal played yeah. seat, where's that money gone? Right, off the money, off that money. There better be a little seat for my Harry beside you. <laughs> you, you, you <laughs> Where's the two million gone? Don't hide from it. Don't look after it. What was I, that? I know you're close with Bose. Don't hide it. Where's the two million gone? <laughs> what do you mean, where's the two million gone? Got, into the how club. much did they get from all that? And the infrastructure. The chip van, what else? They got 1.2 million. In the tight race this year, that's where it's gone. Yeah, we're not the, not, not too far off now, Stephen. We're doing all right, but I still okay. don't think we win. I leave it alone. We'll, we'll go back to that in a, in, a, in a little while. We'll stick to the to the Premier League for now. Um, or Madison, what? Madison and Madison. Yeah, let's talk good, about Madison again. United, uh, not, top four I team. Been, if I was United, he'd be. That's why I'd be signing. Oh, but he's a bit similar to Mount Fernandez. Better than Mount. Yeah, he's better than Mount. Technically, he's better than Mount. Is it is it a good thing for for Postecoglou that that Kane is gone now? If you know what I mean. Yeah, that's a fair question, and I think he is confident in his own ability that that it won't knock any feathers out of Postacoglu. Mm. He already probably had a feeling going to Spurs. There's a good chance this fella might go. And on the flip side of that, now he has the money to hopefully, it's all right have the money. It's how you spend it, as we know. Yeah. Spend it wisely. And I'd, I would like to think he is a manager that would spend it wisely. And he's still a serious player there. Like I looked at him mm. at the weekend and I thought, there's the makings of a team. Not sure about the goalie. Obviously his first game. Lads, yeah. yeah, the lad to sign from Empoli. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure about him. Um, Romero, very good. The lad to sign from uh, the Netherlands, Van de Meek, I thought was okay. Uh, Edo- Van, Mickey Van Ven or something. Mickey yeah, Van yeah. Ven. Where did they finish? Odogi left full was good. Yeah. Very good. Exciting. Um, Basuma has come back in. And if you remember, Basuma was the Casado before yeah. Casado. Yeah, yeah. Right? He was the star signing, right? Uh-huh. Everybody wanted him. Spurs yeah. paid the big money and your man wouldn't play him, Conte. Now he has yeah. a manager that, that's mad about yeah. him, loves him, technically great, and best player great. on the pitch. He was outstanding at the weekend. Yeah. So if they were to skip, he's not up to it. He's he's Southampton, skip or Stoke. He's not yeah. he's not Spurs, our top four. So they need to get another centre midfielder in. And if they get a centre forward, and I know it's very hard mm. to get a centre forward, where do you get them from? but they have money that they might be able to... I think there's the makings of a team there and he'll do well. Postacoglu, I think he's a brilliant manager. Madison's uh, debut on at the weekend, two assists. Not bad. Not a bad start, Stephen. No, a good start. You, you know by him, technical-wise, that, that free kick is going right in that area. Ten times out of ten, he's that good on free kick. So to deliver it into that area, just get him off and going. But again, 
they won't finish top six. You don't think so? No, and I don't think Madison, as much as he can drag the team, I think they need more pace in the team. They struggle wide areas. I think Son's just a little bit slower. Just, yeah, Wait down by the airband, maybe a little bit. It'll help him for sure, but you could play him in the hole. But Madison is two box tens, which he can do sometimes. But I don't think they have enough pace in the team to hurt teams. Maybe mm. I'm wrong. So, like, it'll depend massively on how to spend that, that money. Yeah, like, yeah. Agree. And centre forwards are worth their weight in gold, as we know. Yeah, I don't mind the Brazilian boy. I don't mind Vicarra. Oh, no, I don't I have him. If you have a load of pace around him, I think it'll help. The Kulskeski. The demeanour and everything about him. The sour pus. Oh, he's got a sour pus. He's like, a Martial, yeah. isn't he? Like, yeah. <laughs> and I know it was hard from last He's an angry Martial. Yeah, they paid the money. <laughs> yeah, they paid the money and obviously he's always in Kane's shadow. It yeah. might free him up, Eric. But I think Postacoglu's looking at him saying, oh, he's not the answer. I think it's a tough game, Brentford away. Brentford are just... Brentford, good, good team. They're just Every time I go, and I'm an expert Brentford player, I go, I think they'll struggle this year a little bit, I think. I just watch him again and I go, no chance. No oh, chance. Energy, so like, well drilled. Brilliant drilled. manager. And Nathan really Collins good. obviously came in, I think me was injured or something or suspended. Uh, Collins yeah. came in, made his debut. Well. Did all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you'd wonder when Meek was back, will he could step back yeah, into the team? Yeah, and I think team. to be fair, Stephen... He's probably, the fans player of the year and all that. Stephen might know Nathan better, but in, um, he needs to stay at the club now. Yeah. He's had four moves in four years or something. Yeah. Like he needs to go to Brentford now and stay there for five years and just play every week or... If you say me comes back, whatever, and establish himself. Play every two years. Play for two years and sell him for sixty million. Because everyone goes on about, oh, he could win a Man United. He could go there. He's got a bit of a reputation inside the game. But I think Collins I, needs to play games. Yeah, I think that's that's yeah. my point. Don't be looking at Man United in two yeah. years or any of the big clubs. He needs to establish himself as as a top Premier League defender. Do that for three, yeah. four years, and then go from there. Yeah. Because that is the word in the game, isn't it? Like he is highly thought of within the game. Well, listen, he's got to move on the back end of playing for more money. Yeah. In a year, he hasn't played with Wolves. Mm-hmm. Literally, 18 months they had him or whatever they had him, they've made 9, 10 million on him. So that'll tell you, there is good reputation. The stats he's a good, he's a good player. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's funny as well, Eric, and, and it's the beauty of football, the point there about, so the Wolves sign him, don't play him every week. Or sorry, he was playing, he had that silly sending off. But then Lopetegui comes in, sees a completely different Nathan Collins to maybe what we see, yeah, yeah. doesn't play him, so that's fine. Then you have Basuma, Goes to Spurs. Everybody ought to, but this Basuma is a great... Conte comes in, not, not for me. Doesn't play him. Mm. Postacoglu comes in, mad about him. He's, yeah. You know, he's the number... Yeah. So that's the beauty of football. We all see it different. We all have our opinions. But I think with Nathan, in, in, I suppose with the move, and it's a really good move to go to Brentford. I yeah. think they're a really good team with a really good manager. Just keep the head down. Establish yourself now two or three years. Play as much as you can in a good team. And then all, everything else to take care of. Stay out of the restaurants. West London's very tempting. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, it's a lovely place. You to know live. the place well. Is West nicer than North? Well, it's a lot nicer. Oh, West is it. the posh. Oh, is that the posh? Yeah. yeah, it's Chelsea. Chelsea, and Chelsea Fulham. Yeah. Fulham. Yeah. A lot of easy. Nice bridges. It's easy to go out and have food at Harrods. It's easy to go have food. Stay you, out of it. Just where did you used to go and have food? Load Zuma. <laughs> <laughs> loads of different he's, places. He's a centre half. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Stay in. cats. Yeah. yeah, but no. <laughs> there is temptation. West London. Listen, you can't walk down the road without falling in love every 200 metres. So, <laughs> let alone here on heels. you, you got to have the blinkers on and, and behave yourself. <laughs> falling in love every 200 metres. That's the quote of the season, Steve. It Fair is a lovely spot, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> You'll be there, Al. QPR, I saw you. Yeah. me over. looked yeah. after me. Best seats in the house. Yeah. I had the gold-plated seat in QPR. Yeah. No way. Sitting beside Les Ferdinand. Oh, so Les is gone now. And you know what Les says to me? Oh, I said, Hanty got on to me. <laughs> oh, Les oh, likes Les a bit of Ireland, actually. Les, nice man. Yeah, yeah, man. good guy. Um, 
Uh, we go back to we're, we're talking a little bit a lot about injuries, and there was one one other significant injury at the weekend, and it was Kevin De Bruyne um, against Burnley in the opening game. Uh, they're not sure that the prognosis. They're not sure how long he'll be out, but it's a recurrence of a hamstring injury. And much of a blow is that to City, and could it affect their title chances? Yeah, well, we're only a day in. It depends on mm. how long he's out for, but. No matter how long he's out for every week, it has to affect you because he's their best player. He's still the man that makes them tick. 100%. Because you look, even when he went off, Haaland's still making the runs, but the passes are not coming. Whereas when he's there, the passes do come. And he's a brilliant player. We all know that. He's one of the best that we'll probably win. When the Premier League finishes, he'll be looking back on these programmes to do and who was the best and all. He's right up there in terms of one of the best that's come in. Yeah, one of uh, the best ever Premier League players. Yeah, he will be. He'll be remembered yeah. as that. Brilliant player. And this is the reason I went for Arsenal because... In one sense, it's brilliant what Guardiola does, not so much in how he coached and we all know that's amazing and the way to play. But he works off a small squad in terms of quality, not quantity. So he will have 17, 18 top quality players rather than having 25, 26 fellas. But you get it, you get an injury. Stephen Kenny used to do the same at the dock. I, I always remember even chatting to the lads about this. He used to get 16 first team players rather than having 23 made up of like four or five young lads and two or three lads who were not quite up to it. 16 first-teamers fighting for the places every week and work off that. And that's yeah. all good and well if you keep them fit. But you get an injury to Haaland, now with De Bruyne, yeah. one of the big ones, it will affect you. It'll absolutely affect you. And that's why I just think with Arsenal, and maybe partly because I'm hoping that we do see a bit of a title race, but I do think City won't have it all their own way this I think they'll go and get the boy at West Ham now or they'll make every effort Paqueta. Oh, Paqueta. Paqueta, Paqueta, yeah. whatever you want to present. I like him. Yeah. I think he can handle the ball in tight spaces. He's very flamboyant, very easy. He reminds me of the boy he's played. I want to test you here. For Spurs in midfield, Belgian boy. Dembele. Dembele. Like, oh, Moussa Dembele is class. Able to move the he ball in tight spaces. I'm not sure he's taken. as powerful as Dembele. He was a monster. Yeah, he was yeah I think he is. Really? Yeah, I think he's had a season with Moyes where in difficult circumstances they've won a Europa League conference or whatever. But he it, probably needs to sign someone, does he? Because they've only yeah. signed Vardial. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think he'll they'll go all out for him. The West Ham would have been rubbing their hands. Like the big one the for me this year, and I'm mad about him, is Foden. Like he like he's not. A, you can't just turn around now and say, "Oh, but he's still a young player. He's biding his time." He 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 needs to play. Yeah, Foden he played him the first game, didn't he? Yeah, Foden in brilliant. So he can obviously yeah. st- stand in and play that role instead of De Bruyne as well. So it'll be interesting to see how the season he has. But I just think with City and look, don't. Eric, Eric, we know. Jack's still sober now, don't forget. They're amazing. What's like, that? Jack's still sober now. They're amazing and it's hard to pick pick holes in yeah. it but Gundogan gone, Mares gone, big goals, assists mm-hmm. yeah. with them two as well. So, yeah, I'm not having City this year. Okay, I, look, I can't wait to talk to you now in May <laughs> when they've won it by 24 points. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. And that could very well happen. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. But the question you asked about the Bruyne yeah, massive loss, Eric. Uh, in other non-Premier League news, I suppose, uh, retaining an Irish interest, uh, James McLean got his move to Wrexham. And I don't know about you, but I think it's a brilliant move for both parties, the club, and for James himself. Your opinion, Steve? Yeah, I think James at a stage where Wrexham is a good fit for him. Uh, I think financially, obviously, it'll fit better than most clubs right now. But I think the limelight you'll get, uh, is it a good fit? Football-wise, it's dropped down a division. Probably not. Mm-hmm. Uh is James McLean still good enough to play for Ireland? Yes, in terms of what's there at the moment and who's playing games. That'll probably change over the next year or so. He probably knows that himself. But Wrexham, he can go on a on a journey with him. The club's good. The structure's good. The manager's excellent. He'll enjoy the company of 
some of the Irish lads there as well. Yeah, so the, the, actually, we had Owen O'Connell on, a, on a, an yeah, earlier episode, brilliant. yeah. Yeah. Owen O'Connell, Tom O'Connor, the boy I look after. Yeah. He'll have hopefully that's why you tweeted about or the, the penalty talk and he was so calm. Oh my no god. Emotion. No emotion, right? I was like because 40 I used to play with Wolves. I said, like, just that's what he is. You can't change him how he is. It's just that level headed all the time. Ice cool, ice in his ice cool, yeah. penalty, ice cool. Look, that took the penalty arc in a penalty shootout. Yeah, scored nonchalantly. Brazilian like that's what I do. Brazilian like <laughs> Kenny guy yeah. that actually just strolled up. He he took forever to get up. Like forty said to me, we were just waiting for him to get there to take it, let alone take it and walk back. Like so, great. Um, and you taught yourself there. I'm a clean. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good move as well because obviously there's a lot of focus on Wrexham at the moment, but it'll be a tough. Ask for them to come up, no matter how much money or who to sign or whatever. It's always tough to got humbled on the opening day to got hammered four yeah. one was it five three. Yeah, five, sorry, three, five, yeah. I yeah, yeah. turned it off. <laughs> it was all over anyway. It was a five three, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, MK Duns, yeah. yeah, and they've had a good start. MK yeah, Duns, yeah. a couple of Irish boys there as well. Yeah. Dawson, yeah. And Dawson, the young, young, yeah. the young winger lad um, that was at Pat's. So I do think it's a good move for him. I suppose the question for him, and he probably feels it already. James, he knows he's coming to the tail end. Will it still get him into the Ireland squad? I'm not so sure. I think now those days could be behind him. And there's already a campaign. Now we're weak at that. Because he got his 100 cap and maybe yeah. he's thinking. Yeah, right. and, and like what more can you yeah. can you top on that? Like it's not like we're looking like qualifying for tournaments either. So if you if you take him out of that and the left is quite weak for us at the mm-hmm. moment, but there's a big campaign at the moment for Manning's had a good start at Southampton. Yeah. And obviously the manager brought him from Swansea and He's the one player that people are saying, well, how come Stephen doesn't pick him and all? Because Manning's done quite well, hasn't he? Yeah. At championship level over the last I think minute. Manning's got to be more engaging into being a team player from the gist of it. He's got to go and be... Is there something there, Stephen? There's not, it's not him. quite right, is it? Let's be no, honest about it. But I think that's got to be Manning's personality, Manning's attitude to come in and go, right, be humble, be proud, go and do your stuff. Because when you play for Southampton or Swansea, he's by far... Our outstanding performance yeah. of players in terms of how he plays. This is the thing. That's why it leads me yeah. to believe because he's the type Stephen would love. Mm-hmm. An attack-minded fullback like that gets yeah. forward, comfortable on the ball, technically very good. As Stephen said, he's had a great 18 months, two years yeah. with Swansea. Now Let's call it how it is. So why is yeah. why is he not getting picked? Yeah. So there must be something going on in the background there. 100%. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be getting him on next week to find out what Actually, exactly I'm, is Actually, on James McLean, he can get some my lads, some of the Irish lads in the gym because James is obviously... Good around the place. Stephen has him in the yeah, place. Yeah, that's for the likes of Phil Parkinson as well. Bringing yeah. him in a big character. How like you that. behave. He doesn't drink James. How he behaves day to day. Drag a few in the gym and show him how it's done. So, lads, would you believe we've come to the Already? end? Yeah, I know. That's what happens when you chat, chat, chat. <laughs> my voice is gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Two weeks to go. He's been speaking too oh, much. Stephen is wrecked. So we just heard, we, we have, you know, remember, remember, Philly McMahon was on, uh, you, I know you have, like, being your bonnet about Philly, but Philly's a great lad. No, no, and I he was talking about, he was talking about uh, when he was a performance uh, director at Bowes, uh, they were able to monitor players' levels going up and down and when they're tired and when they need to be taken off. And my producer got him a year there, said, Stephen's been talking too much, he's ready to finish the podcast. So <laughs> we've had to wrap the podcast up because we could hear your voice starting to waver now. When are we getting Philly on with Stephen or? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's the dream scenario. Oh, listen. <laughs> Let's him do on. it. <laughs> him on. And I like debate. I like conversation. Of course, yeah. I think you don't go be below the belt. I'm happy. He's obviously a yeah. very knowledgeable fella as well. I'd love to hear in terms of the Gaelic stuff. Why doesn't he come down and mark me next week in Harlan? See how good he is. No, oh. he'd, no he'd mark you out of it. He's a good hurler. Go, you go thought go you were coming in here to do a podcast today, Steve. Football or Harlan? Please. Is, is there any hurlers to stick on? Whoever was the best player for the other team, stick Philly on him. Is there any good hurlers in Dublin? Oh, controversial. Noel Quinn. Anyway. 
not Graham Blight. Mine are horrible for Dublin. And he was brilliant. But anyway, lads, listen. Always a joy. Absolute joy. That was episode 21, House of Football with Sports Joe and William Hill. I've been Eric Lawler. Massive thanks to Alan Colley and Stephen Hunt for joining me this week. You know the story. Share, like, subscribe, tell your pals, and we'll see you all again next week. You've been listening to House of Football, brought to you by Sports Joe and William Hill.